Good morning, everybody. So, when we think about this human mind, this mind itself, it's a beautiful one. It's a radiant, um, luminous. The, those are the words Buddha used. Uh, this mind, human mind, is a luminous one. It's a beautiful one, always radiating the energy. But everyday life, we don't see it. Do, we, do you see it every day? It's a beautiful or luminous or radiant? No, not always, right? Why is that? But Buddha said it is a luminous. But you say you don't see it. Sometimes it can get kind of dark. Yeah. So many, many stories I have with the people uh, who come and <coughs> try to learn meditation. Most of the time I can hear from them, uh, this mind is a difficult one. They don't see any beauty of, of this inside this mind. So again, the Buddha's words was, it's luminous, wonderful, beautiful. So if it is beautiful itself, what happened to this mind being born to this human be you know human life and living in this human society? So we are so distracted. We are so distracted. Itself it is luminous, but we are so distracted. Distracted from everyday things, uh, distracted from the people, the family and work and so many other things we are doing in our life, uh, we take everything in. We take everything in. So mind itself, it is beautiful and luminous, but Buddha said, we are taking all the garbage from outside. We are taking everything from outside and make it, you know, the ugly. So, all the problems are not inside. They are outside, according to the Buddha's words. All the difficulties and problems and complaints, whatever you have, all are outside. They are outside thing. What we are doing, we are taking inside. So yesterday, I was doing a meditation in Grace Lake, last night. So during the uh, meditation, I was talking about the distractions. That's the talk, you know, now we have discussion and things. Then it's a main street, uh, the building. So I heard somebody is really heading to the windows and walking by. Maybe using some stick or something like that, maybe kids. They are heading to the window and dun 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 like that. <laughs> we were talking about the distractions. Right? So the the yoga studio's owner's husband, he's making fun, always making jokes. I want to kick him. <laughs> he said right away. <laughs> so then I said, see, the problem is outside. <laughs> I said, the problem is outside. Now you took it in. Now it's become your problem. Now, then we start to think about who they are, why they are doing that. Everybody start to think about it. Uh, maybe wife thought, maybe my children. 
because they were in you know they're having dinner with the grandmother they are walking by maybe they are make you know the playing with us so they made the stories now they are thinking and thinking about it i said why you don't leave it outside and enjoy your meditation here <laughs> even during the meditation what we are doing bring all the information from outside and make us sad and difficult uh, because we destroy this beautiful mind so my suggestion for you you know that if any time when you feel unhappy difficult distracted sit quietly and look within where these problem coming from maybe they are somewhere else so all the problems are outside when we see something outside then it's not yours after you take it in it's become your problem that's the thing happen right mm-hmm. when we see all the difficulties outside with other people it doesn't hurt me you know sometimes because that's not mine so anything after you take in is become yours now you have to deal with it so what we had to do we had to keep all the difficulties outside yesterday morning i was talking to somebody and i got a call like a few days ago and uh, she said um, she's sick i had to visit her so then i was visiting uh it's a middle of forest is a big house and so i asked what's wrong doctors didn't find anything wrong with me <laughs> but they are doing so many different tests but their doctors keep telling me i don't have any problems i don't have any <coughs> physical problem but she feels something wrong maybe she has something then i i was keep talking keep talking keep talking then she said i get panic attacks then i asked why are you panic for what then she said middle of this house sitting here i'm thinking i don't have anybody i'm so alone uh maybe somebody will come and kill me now sitting inside that house she is thinking so many negative things and not happen not real now i as since when <coughs> you started this since last june i feel like that so she is keep thinking about all the nonsense <laughs> and put everything in now she is worrying now she is thinking these are real then what happened she start to shake then uh, they call 911 and they went to the emergency room now doctors are keep doing different tests <coughs> and they cannot find anything physical wrong the most of stories i realize she mind made mind made difficulty so what i did with her so i did like a 30 minutes meditation because i know her long years uh right after meditation she said i think i made this i made this i really see it i really see it so how i am going to do that more to be aware and mindful i said meditation aware about your feelings aware about your thoughts aware about what you are thinking aware about what is happening around you then you are not taking them in as your own problem then i realized she has a beautiful house she has money and she has everything 
but she is so unhappy. But there is nothing to be unhappy, but she made one to be unhappy. So, my experience with many people and even myself, <laughs> most of difficulties we all have, they are coming from outside. They are outside, they are not ours. We take them in. So what you have to do? Stay. Stay there. <laughs> Don't come in. You know, you can watch them outside. <laughs> then you can enjoy them in that way. So when, every time when I see something difficult in my mind, I say, this is not mine. My mind made this. I had to keep it out. And I was driving to Lake Geneva last Tuesday. And it's like a 45 minute drive. I was driving by myself, doing kayaking. How wonderful, right? So, <laughs> so then I was thinking, hmm, I don't have anything to worry. Now I was looking for something to worry. <laughs> so then I was thinking, how happy I am. So I don't have anything to worry. I don't have anything to complain. But my mind was looking something to complain or worry or being sad. I realized how wonderful my life. So we have to have that feeling. So if I am not mindful, I can find so many things in my life to complain and I don't like. So now I was aware so much and bring more mindfulness practice in my everyday life. Then I can see even difficulties around me. I am not perfect, but I know how to deal with them, keep them outside, not to take them inside. So this mindfulness meditation helps you so much to understand nature of your mind, nature of your thoughts, nature of your emotions. Even one emotion can create a story. So long years ago uh, when I was in Sri Lanka, uh, we were meditating in the middle of the meditation center, it was there. Uh, so at night, uh, one girl, she is from England, she is crying in the middle of the meditation. Now everybody was so quiet, she is crying. Then teacher asked, why? Then she said, no, I am fine. No, she is smiling. Anyway, later, the teacher asked again, can you tell me what exactly happened? Why you, you were crying? Then she said, you know, I made the story in my mind. Then teacher, is it a beautiful one? <laughs> and then she said, no, it's not a beautiful one. <laughs> what happened? So think about how she made the suffering in her mind, sitting on the meditation cushion. She was thinking and meditating now like this. She felt the mosquito bite. Mosquito is biting. Then she thought, oh my God. My mother asked me before I leave the England, London, so to take the vaccination for malaria. <laughs> I didn't do that. So now I am far away in Sri Lanka, maybe this is malaria. Now she is sitting like this, now she is thinking, now this is a malaria, now I have it. <laughs> now I have it, and now she is keep building the story, now people take me to the hospital. Everybody take me to the hospital, far away to go to the hospital. Anyway, they take me to the hospital. Now I'm laying on the hospital bed. They don't give me really good treatment like in London. I don't have that. Now she's thinking and thinking, worrying, and finally I'm really bad shape. 
I, I have fever, I'm going to die in Sri Lanka in the hospital. <laughs> she was thinking she experienced the fear of the death. She couldn't handle it because she saw that fear. So then she started to scream and cry. So think about even during the meditation what we are doing, taking all the garbage from outside and take inside, make our own story. What we are doing 24-7, even during the sleep, what we are doing, making a stories. That's why we cannot sleep well. So all these, those things will happen in human mind, but when you are aware about this, you know, we call the meditation, always we can see what is happening inside, the thoughts. Don't let them to build a story. Before they build the story, you have to work on it. Recognize it, watch it and observe it and let it pass. That's not true one. If you can do that, every moment, whatever happens, life will be fine. You can enjoy it. You know that's not real. So you are not against that, you are not pushing it out, just watching, it will disappear. Just watch. Recognize it, what it is. Any questions about your thoughts and distractions coming from outside? Sometimes it's hard to be, I mean, I, I'm a pretty compassionate person, but sometimes it's a fine line between being compassionate and, and not letting it in, because mm -hmm. you want to help this person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find it's hard to help without bringing all of that in. So what, how do you... So, you know, this is the thing. Always I'm telling people, when you help people, you have to feel, I am not hurting myself. That means you are not helping, <laughs> right? So that means you are hurting to yourself. Better to not to do it, if you hurt yourself. So, the, you know, always I am helping to people. But it doesn't matter, I do my job, but I am not hurting to myself. So, you, first I have to keep myself in the right place. Yeah, <laughs> it's very important. I know sometimes when I help people, they are happy. Then I am happy, very happy, because they are doing well. Sometimes I keep talking, keep talking, and maybe a couple of months, still they are unhappy. But still I am happy, right? <laughs> because I don't want to be unhappy. Yeah, so I am happy. So that's the way we have to do. The compassion is not hurting yourself, just helping other person and helping yourself also. Yeah. Any other thoughts, questions, comments? What about the difficult person? You know, you're trying to... <laughs> okay, tell me a little bit more. Every once in a while, Wednesday of this week, you know, I ran into a person who was rather difficult to deal with. And you know, I wanted to help, but boy, she was making it real difficult right. to make me want to help. The person <laughs> no need help or rejected or it depends on the situation. She was, she was having a hard day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So the best thing, if that person is not ready, don't distract yourself. Walk away. Yeah. I do many times. Sometimes, you know, some people maybe they think, oh, Bhante Sujata doesn't have any, uh, any feeling or emotions. I do. I do. But I really see it doesn't work. 
So sometimes, you know, the whatever difficulties they are dealing right now, even when I say something good, they are not ready to accept that because they need pain. <laughs> so always I'm telling people suffering is optional. Right? It's totally up to you. So we can help if they are ready to get it. If they are I, not ready. I found myself just <coughs> wanting to turn away. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walk away, you have to walk away with keep your compassion and love and your openness without hurting to yourself. That's the way we have to walk away. Most of us, when we are walk away, we are taking in the burden and heavy all that problem with us. Keep there with that person. Yeah, that's not mine. <laughs> I think that's the you know the limit. I know always we have difficult people. Life itself full of difficult people. So difficult. It doesn't matter, even living with the monks is difficult. <laughs> Not really bad, but difficult. You know, when we started off at the very beginning, when you started the meditation, mm -hmm. I mean, from the way back going mm -hmm. back, you would always say, these thoughts do not belong to me, you know, and it's funny when you think of that, because at the time I thought, well, wait a minute, that's, that's not right, but, so, kind of like what you're saying here, so these thoughts don't belong to you, so you, but at a young age, you're thinking these thoughts are real, you're bringing these things in, Yeah. so you have this memory which, Built up, and basically, you're kind of living a false life, really. Right? It's exactly. like you're not, you're living so that's the way this whole thing continues because of yeah. those thoughts. Thoughts means thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking, thinking, thinking. They build the new life. So if we are not aware, we are getting into the trouble with that. So thoughts always wonderful. We can use them for our own benefits and for the benefits for others. And same time, the, those thoughts can ruin whole your life because of just one tiny thought. Create so many difficulties because the thoughts, emotions, always, most of time, everyday life, they are the one, you know, the mastering us. So if, when person do the meditation, the person mastering emotion and thoughts. We are slaves to the thoughts and emotions. We just follow them. Now when we meditate, I am the one, not controlling, I am the one, you know, the mastering it. That's the thing happened. That's why I keep telling, I realize thought, thoughts are not mine. That's mind made. That right after mind made, it's become mine. How long does it take to master? <laughs> 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 lifetime, lifetime. It's a lifetime process. Lifetime. You know, sometimes people thinking, oh, now you know you are doing it more than thirty years. You know, maybe you are doing perfect. No, still I am struggling. Still I am, you know, in the process. You know, always we have to do it. This is a twenty-four-seven job. You know, I can see some, sometimes, even Blue Lotus, I'm honest, I can see people come to the Blue Lotus and sit and meditate, then they feel after a week or two or six months later, they feel happy. Then they think, oh, now I'm good. 
I'm going away now. Now I have to enjoy my life. Then they never sit, never continue. Then after two weeks later, I am in trouble. One day I don't know what happened. I said, you stop meditating. So this is always continue every day. It's a process. Not the one day thing. <laughs> Anything? You had something. Me? No? I have a question. Yes. Like we all try to be kind and compassionate and loving, but in meditation sometimes I notice that under all that, that I do have a lot of negativity, even to the positive things. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. Yeah, this is the thing. During the meditation, it doesn't matter positive or negative. No need to attach to the both. So if you feel the positive thing, you want to do something good for you know the health of somebody, you know, just do it without expectations. There's no harm, but no need to attach to that. Okay. Oh, I had a great thought in my mind. You know, sometimes people say that too. <laughs> I said, you know, some people always tell me, you know, oh, Bhante, I had the great feeling and great thought. I know what is coming. Then you know, when people say that, that means they are getting into trouble. No need to excite about it. So just accept it. Then if you feel compassionate towards somebody, just do it and walk away. No need to attach to either of <laughs> I guess a couple of thoughts have come to my mind. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Uh, when you were talking about, you know, if we meditate and then two weeks later we say, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? It's kind of like um, what comes to my mind. Uh, and I heard this from somebody else is if I ate yesterday and don't eat anything until today, Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to be hungry, Mm -hmm. so I need to eat. Um, And it's kind of like meditating uh, feeds the soul. Mm -hmm. And then um, also when you were talking about the compassion stuff, um, I guess what was coming to my mind is if I walk away, maybe there's a part of me that feels guilty, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I should be doing something, and why can't I change them? Why can't I fix them? Yeah, this is the thing. Most of things when we do in our everyday life to other people, to do it, we do it to make ourselves happy. Mm-hmm. Not other, you know. I, I felt so much compassion for that person. That's the way we use the word. But we do it to make myself happy, not that person happy. Out of guilt. Or yeah, the guilt. Yeah. You know. Then after you go home, I cannot sleep because I'm thinking I'm a bad person. Even I go to the Blue Lotus Temple to meditate, and still I'm not doing right. That's the way we feel. Aren't they both good then? You're doing it to make yourself feel happy and you're doing it to make somebody else feel happy? Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, yeah, you know, anyway, you are doing something good, right? So, always we have to do without, you know, the expectations. That's the main thing. I think it's the energy behind it. If I do it out of guilt or shame, it's probably going to be a different energy. But, you know, something good happened. Something good happened, always, but there's guilt there inside sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it the me attaching me to something yes. that's the yeah. problem? If you that? take out me or I from the whole story, then it's become a just act. Right. You just did it to do it, not do because it. of your own. Right. You know, Which is hard. <laughs> I know, that's very hard. You know, I shared the story uh, a few times here. When I was like 18, I was walking the you know the city called the Candy in Sri Lanka. Um, I saw a, a homeless person. I was 18. 
uh, you know, as a monk, I don't have that much money, but I have, you know, the bus fare and little money in the bag. I saw he's homeless, he cannot walk, and sitting side of the road. And looking at him, I just walk away. After I walk away a little bit, you know, I'm walking now, then I felt I am bad. I had some money, I didn't give it to him. I can share something. Then what I did think about that age, what I did, I returned to the man and I gave him some money. Then again I'm thinking, how bad? Still I'm bad. Because then I realized I didn't give that money for him. I gave that money to make myself happy. I felt bad after I walk away. Then both is, you know, but it's good thing happened to that man, it's okay. But what I did in my action is my intention is not right. So when we do something to the other people, we have always Buddha talk about the right intention. Right intention. There's a wrong intention too. So my intention was wrong because I would make myself happy. More than. But I don't still see how that can be all bad. They are not, you know, the, you know the, not bad. It's not bad. Huh? Or incorrect. I didn't get it. Incorrect. incorrect. No. I think it's more unskillful, not incorrect, really. Right, right exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Th those are not bad, you know, the incorrect. Right? So, that's not the, you know, the always in the Buddhist teaching we call, use the word uh, un unskillful actions. We call the Papa Kama. Papa Kama. That means we cannot label them bad. That's not right. Look right. <coughs> so always those actions we can correct them. We can do in a right manner. Right. So, so how would you make it skillful? The same situation. Yeah. Then if you see somebody like that, I want to help. Just help. You know that man needs some money right now. Just give it. And no need to think. You know how he used it, you know, the, you know, all those stuff, <coughs> no need to have around it. So you put your right in intention in that moment. So many people, when you do those kind of actions, they have so many expectations behind that. I remember one time when I was young, one, uh, <coughs> like a grandfather kind of person, every morning he come to the temple with uh, like a soup. We have like a green kind of soup we are using for like breakfast. So <laughs> then he knocked the doors. Early morning he come around five, right? And we are little monks, you know. We don't wake up, you know. We are lazy sometimes. Then he, you know, to knock the doors and hey, monk, open the door, open <laughs> the door. I want to give. So then he gave the whole you know basket, you know, with the soap, and that's his nature. Then he's hiding somewhere. And he's watching until we drink it. He want to see, he want to make sure whether we are drink or not. <laughs> so that's the way he, he does that. But he, we know he's watching every day, so make him happy always, we are drinking it. <laughs> so different people have different, so. Otherwise he never leaves. So he want to make sure even one monk is drinking it. <laughs> Maybe make him happy, right? You know, it's innocent, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Any other question? No?